2: welcome you today to C S C Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. So it's, I hope you had a great time over the long weekend. Uh, we did a lot of stuff, and it's back to work today to save a nation, as I tell my husband when I kiss him goodbye in the mornings. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with grateful hearts for all the many blessings you have bestowed upon us. So many, Father, we take them for granted, don't even recognize that they are from you. Forgive us for that. Father, we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy upon us. Just thank you so much. And Father, we come to you with broken hearts over what's going on in our nation, in our country, perhaps in the world. The human trafficking, the distortion, the perversion of your creation, people not knowing who they are, what sex they are, what gender. They're so confused. I've never seen the like. They're sick, Father, and they're lost. Help us have compassion. I know it's right... To be disgusted by what they're doing and saying, but help us have compassion on those, but not tolerance. Father, help us to restore what this country was founded on, and that is you. I ask for your protection, Father, as you have asked me to do continually for President Donald J. Trump. I ask, Father, that he will grow closer to you. I know not what his relationship is, but he needs you. We all need you. Place before him wise counsel, godly counsel. And, Father, we pray for those who are in leadership now. Father, don't let them have another evil victory, please. And I do thank you, Father, because as I have prayed for, the, for you to reveal all that's going on, it's just like it's coming out of the anthill, all the corruption, all the evil that we are seeing that has been going on. Help us, Father, to weed it out. Help us, Father, to bring America back home to you. It's for such a time as this. I believe you have placed me here. I'm not sure why, Father. But I'm trying to be obedient. In Jesus' name, I pray, Amen. Well, this morning, and I, you know, when I'm when I'm off like that, I do take a little bit of a holiday. I I don't. I try not to watch the news, and it's, it's impossible not to talk about politics. But, um, as I'm going through the news articles this morning. It's difficult to get past July 4th, Independence Day, in my mind, mainly because a lot of articles were writing about it. But most of what we've been looking through, or that I was looking through this morning, is either depressing or stimulating in an infuriating type of way, depending on your state of patriotism. How do, you, how do we celebrate every July 4th that which we no longer have? independence. We always give thanks for it. But do we even have it anymore? I know that's a terrible thing to say, but isn't it true? I'm not trying to be depressing. I'm trying to to wake you up. I hope you enjoyed the past four shows that we've had here on CSC Talk Radio Thursday, Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. As we actually visited and walked through the horrific yet astounding Founding battles our founding fathers endured and won. But I would have to admit, as my Declaration of Restoration of the Constitutional Republic of the United States of America said and it pointed out was the grievances, I need to hone those in a little better. But did you agree with them? Did you listen to them? Do you realize that we, the people, have lost control of our, yes, our government? It's not their government. It's our government. I can throw out all kinds of quotes from founding fathers, as I do. But isn't it time? It is time that we, we, you and me, today, had a vision for the future of this nation. Where is it going now? It certainly isn't going up. It's going down. To the point I'm afraid of gone. When you read the headlines that look like this, how can we possibly believe we are free and independent people? 16 state governor generals file, general, file brief appo- opposing parents' rights. Sixteen state attorneys have filed a brief, we have too many attorneys, too many lawyers in this government, I'll tell you that for one thing, opposing parents' rights of their children. Where's your independence, parents? If they're going to take your children and tell you what you can do with them and what you cannot do with them. Gun Control Group complains they can't get Congress to restrict the Second Amendment. Well, they've already infringed upon it enough. I'm all for removing those infringements. They don't need to know who's got a gun. Here's another headline. Government has unseemly problem with women giving free help to needy. (laughs) You see... If the churches were doing what they were doing, we wouldn't have the government socially doing what they're doing. Therefore, you'd be more independent. Government can't have you helping the needy. (laughs) Come on. Oh, and did you know that July 2nd, there was a suspicious white substance powder found in the White House library? That's coming from the New American. The headline actually said, cocaine found in the White House library raising concerns about hunger, hunters. I've got hungers. Hunter's time there. Maybe he's taking up reading in the library. You know, he's found a nice quiet place. I wonder if he had his laptop with him. Anyway, why is Hunter living in the White House? But this is true. They did find this and they know it's cocaine because they removed it. Because it was a suspicious substance. Somebody spotted it there. And so they removed it and it was analyzed. And yes, it is crack cocaine. Here's a quote from President Donald Trump. Just the first part of this is a quote. This is the final battle. He's talking about the election coming up, obviously. And he wants to expel the warmongers, drive out the globalists, cast out the communists, which in my opinion, you know, Beth, are one and the same. Marxists and fascists, throw off the sick political class that hates our country, rout the fake news media, and drain the swamp. Yes, we've heard all that before, President Trump. It's not that I don't believe you. I know you want to do it. But you need our help. He can't do it. And if you think any of the others running even are wanting to do it, I know that DeSantis says he's going to drain the swamp, but he's not going to drain the swamp. July 4th, Americans celebrated that which we no longer have, independence. Makes me sad. Makes me mad. Makes me more determined that my grandchildren and great-grandchildren should not have to suffer the cruelty of communism and Marxism, government serfdom, slavery. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth. Ann. Let's get our liberty back. Let's be independent for the children. We'll be right back. Now. We have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So we the people, we need to realize, as we were talking about, we've lost our independence, and I have no doubt that we have. Yeah, we have some independence. Yeah, we can go out and shoot fireworks, and some, some people do it when they're not supposed to within the city limits because it's a fire hazard. Just plain and simple. But we the people need to realize we are the only hope. All of you listening out there you're the hope for the future of this nation. Hope doesn't live in D.C. Life is not secure in D.C. Liberty is dead to D.C. Property has been taken by D.C. D.C. occupiers do not represent we, the people, any longer. They hate the Declaration of Independence And they hate the Constitution of the United States of America. And that is a sad but true reality of things. So, I have a quote here from Kevin Sorbo. Americans don't trust the government because instead of taking care of their constituents, they gave billions of dollars to foreign countries. Well, it's more than just that, Kevin. I like Kevin. I really do. But I have here in my hand... An article from last week, thousands of U.S. prisoners to get free government-funded college education. Now, I had five children. We didn't make a lot of money. We weren't poor, but we didn't make a lot of money. And it was, you know, from paycheck to paycheck many months just to keep those kids in shoes. And I went to work, and and uh, we couldn't even get a Pell Grant. When we wanted one. But they're going to take your money. Because this is tax dollars. What is it with this Biden administration? Are they all taking Biden? Or are they all sniffing Hunter's cocaine or what? I wouldn't doubt it. But they want to give your tax dollars to educate the prisoners. Now they won 't even give our own people right to choose their schools school choice they don 't like that, but they 're going to take your money. This is in uh, California, I think it says the federal government will soon dramatically increase the number of free college educations that will be given to incarcerated prisoners around the country, funded by the American taxpayers now the they already get some schooling, and the, and in some prisons, at least they used to. They taught them a trade, whether it was how to cut hair or do some other things. It says, as ABC News reports, many federal inmates can participate in academics and achieve their diplomas like regular students, even from behind the bars. The program is funded by the federal Pell Grant... <laughs> My kid couldn't get one, allowing them to get an education without having to pay. Due to newly enacted rules by the Biden administration, a 1994 ban on Pell Grants for prisoners will be overturned. This will lead to a massive increase in the number of prisoners who can apply for such an education and is projected to spend at least $130 million on 30,000 prisoners starting next month. I got this June 29th. I guess next month is now. In California, it costs at least $20,000 to put a prisoner through the bachelor's program through the state transformation outcome. Is that for a year or in total? If it's total, by golly, they're getting a better deal than our kids outside of the bars. Congress voted to end the Pell Grant ban for prisoners in 2020. Since that vote... At least 200 programs across 48 states are ineligible for the Pell grants. What is it with them that they just want to give your money away? All of them. All of them. Now, this is just for fun. This is interesting as we're looking at this the the uh, prison education, which I'm not totally against educating the prisoners. But why should they get things that our children can't have? But then again, why should the government be in charge of any of it? We lost our independence. Here it is, though. This is has nothing to do with any of that other than reparations. They're preaching reparations. It says every living U.S. president is a descendant from slave owners except for one. They're going to have to tear down an awful lot of statues and rename a whole bunch of schools across the country. Routers recently published the results of an in-depth study on the ancestry of America's top political elites. I don't like the word elites. And found that over 100 of the nation's leaders descended from ancestors who enslaved black people. Now, if you go back in history, and I've got it somewhere, I think I put it on file That's a dangerous thing to do around here. That means it's in a box over here in the corner, which is stacked about four boxes high of filing. That the first American, the first person in America to own slaves was a black man, and he owned a black slave. And it was the court that refused the slave when he was was an indentured servant, so to speak. And it was time for him to be set free. And the court said that, that this guy didn't have to set him free. That was a black man old and a black slave. The list includes 100 legislators, 11 governors, two Supreme Court justices, and five living presidents. In researching the genealogies of America's political elite, the outlet found that a fifth of the nation, nation's congressmen, living presidents, Supreme Court justices, and governors are direct descendants of ancestors who enslaved black people. They always have to say what color they were. But not all slaves were black. Now, that is the prominent thing that in the South, that that's what happened and that we had a war against that. And it says they came from both sides of the political aisle, Republican and Democrat. Well, we know the Democrats were the KKK. So let's, let's just put that out there. Those lawmakers from the 117th session of Congress are Democrats and Republicans alike, routers writes. They include some of the most influential politicians in America, Republican Senator Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Tom Cotton, James Lankford, and Democrats, Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas had slaves, Tammy Duckworth, Gene Sheehan, Shaheen, Sheehan, Sheehan, Shaheen. And Maggie Hassan: every president descended from slaveholders, except for one, only one president was not a descendant from slave owners. Imagine that. Senator Warren has gone from pretending she shared ancestry with Native Americans to actually sharing ancestry with slave owners. We're guessing she won't be using that information on her future job applications like she did saying she was Cherokee. I always thought you had to prove your Cherokee roots. So I'm supposed to be 132nd Cherokee. I don't know that I can prove it, but I never tried to profit from it. I just like to brag about being Cherokee, even though I'm I'm not blonde, but I am blue-eyed. Let's go back to five living American presidents who are descended from slave owners, shall we? It says they are currently, there are currently six living presidents. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and Jimmy Carter. Now I know Jimmy Carter came from slave owners because he played with the slaves. He told about that one time years and years ago. They had some kind of an interview documentary type thing, and he was talking about what he remembered. And he didn't think anything of it. He remembered playing with the, the little ones, and they were about his age, I guess, playing. I think he said they were playing marbles in the dirt or sand or something. It says, any guesses who didn't descend from slave owners? Well, President Joe Biden and every living former U.S. president except for Donald Trump. Our direct descendants of slave owners. Jimmy Carter, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and through his white mother's side, they like to put that in there, Barack Obama. Now, see, I was kind of surprised at that because I assumed it was his father in Kenya that had slaves. And I'm betting you a bottom dollar that he did. Trump's ancestors came to America after slavery was already abolished. He has no ancestry here of slave owners. Neither does my husband. And you know what? I don't think I do. I really don't. Um but I could be wrong. I might have. Who knows? Rudy's rolling his eyes around. I've been here a long time. Since my fifth grade uncle was the Brigadier General Thomas Sumter. And uh I don't think he had slaves, and he was in the South. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But it's just kind of funny because that's the president they said was going to be But bring back slavery. He's the one who never had it. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We will discuss some serious things when we come back. That's preparewithbethann.com. For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home? And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So... I want to talk just a tiny bit more about this cocaine situation in the White House. Hunter Biden is no good. Joe Biden's no good. Jill Biden's a fraud. I, I know she's a doctor. You know. The Democrat Party, as we see them, not not those people out here that are registered or consider themselves Democrats and vote one way or the other. I'm talking about the party, the establishment. They've gone crazy. And maybe they already were crazy, but each each generation got a little worse. I don't know. But finding cocaine in the White House. Now, you think about it. You know, our founding fathers, they used to snip that stuff. I don't think it was the same caliber. I don't know. This kid is, um, this man is no good. And they're corrupt to the hilt and we can't get anything done about it. Oh, I know we're having these hearings and we're having these investigations, but I'll believe they're serious when I see somebody cuffing them and carrying them off, including the head of the FBI. Stuff them and cuff them. But if you go back and remember during the 2020 election, Jill Biden says, Decency is on the ballot. Decency. How many of you have seen what was on that laptop of Hunter Biden? And if you saw some of those pictures, he's had his teeth fixed because he was like any other drug addict. His teeth were a mess. And he's not over it. He's still doing drugs, but now he's doing them in the White House. And it is serious. It's like we have, what do you call it, the Sopranos? It's like they're leading the country. It's okay for sex trafficking. It's okay to take advantage of people. It's okay to commit whatever crime you want, and Daddy and the Democrat Party will get you off. Well, in the fashion of... Uh, politics, as we were heading into this long weekend, the White House releases their Afghan report. Mostly 60 pages were missing, but mostly they were blaming Trump. They did say Biden, but Trump was, you know. It's amazing to me that pretty much that's what it was. I don't have the report. I'm just reading a. I thought I was really disappointed in this. It came from uh, Breitbart. So I was really disappointed in it because I thought it was actually going to give me some information. But what it actually says is most of it is pointing their fingers at somebody else. They didn't have any idea, I guess, that the embassy in Kabul would be taken. That, that was going to I mean, they were warned. But they gave this report out knowing nobody was paying any attention because I wasn't. They probably knew I wasn't going to watch TV that night, Rudy. And so they – but, you know, that's not the first time they, air quotes, have done things during a holiday or going into a holiday. And the American people were not privy of the information until much later. Let's go back a hundred and some years when they decided to make income tax a, a thing. They did that on Christmas vacation. Well, that's, maybe I'm wrong on that. They did the Federal Reserve on Christmas vacation where Congress gave up its responsibilities to our currency and our economy. It's been downhill ever since, folks. Well, one thing that President Trump wants to do is starve the deep state. Now, like I said, he promised to do this before, and that's why a lot of people are against him now. And he did some things then what we didn't like. I, I, can't, I can't say I liked everything he did, but he's the only one that I see that loves this country. And we can talk about his Christianity, whether he's a Christian or not a Christian, and judge him by the things he's done in his past. We can do that, and I have done it. I didn't want to like him. I didn't want to like him. But I see what's going on in D.C. And I see what they've done to this man, what they continue to do to this man. Do you think they're going to do anything different to anyone else in the White House? If he gets elected, he has nothing to lose. And they don't want him elected. If he's not electable, like people are telling me, then why are they going after him so hard? Well, he's got a plan, and we had that uh, sec- session, section F, and we do have that on file somewhere. <laughs> we saved that, and uh, we do need to get through that pile. And uh, But he's got something else here, and maybe some of you remember this, but he says... It says here, the sources close to former President Trump say he has a plan for keeping Congress. Now, this is something we were upset with him about. Forever again, forcing him into a disgraceful and ridiculous spending situation. If he returns to the White House, Trump will seek to resurrect... Authority that Congress stripped from the presidency almost a half a century ago. What President Nixon squandered, his campaign promises, Trump will restore. Namely, the impoundment power. A lot of you, the former president told in New Hampshire crowd Thursday, don't know what it is. But he says, indeed, few now remember it. Impoundment, if restored. Would allow a president, in theory, to simply refuse to spend appropriations by Congress. More than just an avenue to cut spending, Trump sees that kind of authority as key to starving and thus crushing the so-called deep state. He, sh- I need to send him my uh, restoration, uh, declaration of restoration of. The- Regardless, advisors close to former President Trump tell this was from real clear politics. They are drawing up plans to challenge the 1974 Congressional Budget and Impoundment Control Act in court. Now, I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. I'm just telling you that it is a thing. No other candidate is trying to restore what we, the American people, have lost. That's my words to this article. I know that Trump tried to enact this section F. And that was so that you could fire these bureaucrats like Fauci. They can't be fired right now. See, that was one thing I was angry with him about, because he didn't fire him. And then I got to thinking, why was he there? Who chose him? Well, Pence did. Pence got Fauci and Burks and all this committee together. Now, we know that Trump, (laughs) Trump was in everything about what was going on. And I don't think he made good decisions. but I think he loves this country. And I hope that he looks back now and he recognizes the bad decisions. So this is something that I'm hoping he can get done, um, but we shall see. So what sparked my lack of independence today? There's two articles here. One is by Frank Frank Milly Miley, Miley, M-I-E-L-E. And it is from American Greatness. And the other one is Christopher Roach. And uh, it is also from American Greatness. And still another one was from Victor Davis Hanson. And it's called What the Fourth of July Was Not. And as I was reading these very patriotic articles, and some of them going into depth about Supreme Court... One of the Supreme Court decisions that I said I wanted to learn more about, he kind of helped me through that. And um, the other one is talking about our right to self-government in jeopardy from entrenchment of managerial ruling class, the deep state. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back.
0: cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at
4: com. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Now, most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average we get less than 12 minerals from our foods. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement, can fill that gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-316-2224 or on the website, immuno150.com, that's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888 888- you'll be glad you did.
2: And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I'm not trying to upset you or, or make you depressed or think that there's no hope in this country because I always believe there is hope. But it's not in D.C. It's in our Lord. And it's in you and me. Our founding fathers relied on our God. Not all of them were good men. That's true. They were not saints. They were not perfect. And neither is Donald Trump. But he loves his country. And they had a vision. And that vision was to not be ruled by a tyrannical king thousands of miles away. But let me remind you of my favorite quote from The Patriot. We did not watch any Patriot movies this weekend. When Benjamin wouldn't fight. Now, he was representing in that movie... He was actually representing two different generals, brigadier generals from the Revolutionary War, loosely based on the the lives of Thomas Sumter, Brigadier General Thomas Sumter, and Brigadier General Francis Marion, the Swamp Fox and the Gamecock. And he told them he didn't want to fight. He'd been in the... And that's the way... Sumter was. Sumter did not want to fight. I don't know about Marion. Sumter did not want to fight. He'd, he'd been through the French and Indian War. He'd been through all that, and he didn't want to fight. And then they burned his house down because they didn't want him to fight. And that's what they did in the movie The Patriot. So that's why I say it's loosely based on that. Brigadier General Thomas Sumter had one son, Thomas Sumter. He did not have a pile of kids like Mel Gibson's Benjamin did. I don't know what Francis Marion had. I've got the book. I really need to read it. Somebody sent that to me. I thank you so, so much for that book. But he looks at them and he says, why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for three thousand tyrants, one mile away, a legislature body can—I can't remember the quote now—can ruin a man's
4: trample a man's rights. rights
2: just as much as the king can, and that's exactly what's happened in this country, and that's exactly what that quote is from Thomas Jefferson: "The legislature is the most to be feared." And that's what they did with Nixon when they did that, that impoundment act or whatever it's called. But in this article by Christopher Roach, I've read a lot of his things, and he's pretty he's pretty good. But he goes through all these things about our Declaration of Independence, and he goes through what's happening and our legislators, things that are out of our hands. And I I put this, I put a star by this one. Um, I put a star by several of them. (laughs) I put three stars by this one. When President Trump wanted to exercise his statutorial, his statutorily granted authority to restrict immigration, rebellious DOJ officials refused to enact his lawful orders. When Obama tried to reduce our footprint in Afghanistan, and when Trump ordered our troops out of Syria, In both cases, the Pentagon officials lied and slow-walked and otherwise resisted the elected president's lawful orders because of their, well, they think they're right, their notions that they're the ones in charge. It says examples of impositions are legion. ATFs Unpopular pistol brace rule originated without any new legislative input. Now, that was something I was upset with Trump about, was going with that bump stock, that stock bump. What do you call that? Bump stocks. The, CDC, the CDC's various COVID rules came from the hunches of the CDC leadership. Not a vigorous, politically acceptable process the FBI and intelligence community brazenly interfered with the two presidential elections and lied about it in all these cases the american people not only decided imp- were not only are not deciding important policies nor are their elected officials their representatives rather the managerial class administrators choose the policies they think best their deliberations are hidden from view The deep state rightly understood the meaning of Trump's election. This surprising result was a collective vote of no confidence by the American people in both the federal government and the broad ruling class consensus. It gives another example here, gives several other examples here of how the deep state those that we did not elect we have no say so in the things they do but we're writing their dag gum paychecks folks they're deciding your rules your managerial rules your how you can they'll mandate you um force you to pay permits for something they make something illegal that's not illegal and then they make you pay permit to do the illegal thing they just made illegal And they make you buy a license. There's all kinds of things that they're doing. When Trump wanted to build the wall, Congress stopped him. Now, you did elect those. But you elected Trump to do that, and they usurped your wishes. They can't afford... You can't afford to send your child to college. These kids get so far in debt, and college is demanded of them... Who made that demand? Who made that demand in these jobs that they have to have a college education? There was, uh when I was working in the factory, all those supervisors needed to have a college education. Well, what they really needed to do was work behind the lines and know how those machines worked. That's what they needed to know because they weren't all good at what they did. One used to come down and move all the water controls on the Q-tip machines, and next thing you go, you've got too wet of cotton and you've got rust on your Q-tips, and they're all taken out by the QC. Nope, nope, nope. Who makes these decisions? And somehow we, the people, have, have bought into this ideology that our children have to go thousands of dollars in debt before they can even get a job pay their way out. You have to get permission from somebody to do something on your land, or the EPA is going to come in and get you. We didn't get to the uh, Supreme Court thing here, which I really wanted to, and that had to do with the voting. They took the voting legislature in the states away and gave it to the courts. Courts. You can't do that. That's totally unconstitutional. That was not a victory for we the people. So that was the guy who thought we ought to, the Constitution doesn't mean what it says, throw it away. The Constitution means what it says It's they ain't paying attention. And unfortunately, we the people are too busy to pay attention. And then we wait and rely on people to tell us what's going on. Something's wrong with that picture. For you and for me. Time we did our duty to bring America
0: home.
5: CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. Radio is a powerful way to brand your company and increase your profits. Find out how to join CSC Talk Radio, help educate and activate America, and grow your business at the same time. Looking for new customers? 796-2166 or send email to beth at csetalkradio.com
6: Do we lack enthusiasm and understanding of the word liberty? Do we weep for liberty which we have lost? Or do we simply not understand the substance and sacrifice for which we were once privileged? Liberty. As a republic, we the people must guard the liberty of others. We must continue the enthusiasm that will make men free. Visit CSCTalkRadio.com, where Beth Ann puts enthusiasm and common sense back into American liberty as she brings America home. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals
3: have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists